Welcome back, audience and listeners to Middle Age Gamers. Today, I am in the first chair, joined by our fellow Final Fantasy enthusiast, Antoine. Crean is going to be with us in the audience today while he is doing other things, but will be cheering us on nonetheless. And as the title of today's stream and podcast suggests, we are going to be diving into all things Final Fantasy. Antoine and I have been Final Fantasy fans for a long time. Uh, so when was the first time you played a Final Fantasy game, Antoine? So I think it's a bit like everyone in our generation uh, back in uh, secondary school. So FS7 when released at the time in uh, 1997. I think it was the first one, at least for me in France, so in the PAL region. That was uh, the first Final Fantasy game released. So it was a huge success. So yeah, first one for me. How about you? Uh, my first one was technically Final Fantasy VI, although it was three for the uh, Super Nintendo. So my friend had it, and we would always go over to his house and, and play it, and that's where uh, we eventually yeah, got into it. So I played it there first, and then uh, later on when Final Fantasy VII came out, you know, I got super excited. I got a PlayStation because I wanted to play Final Fantasy VII because I had had so much fun with Final Fantasy III on the Super Nintendo. All right, so both Antoine and I play Final Fantasy XIV, uh, and so I thought it would be interesting to start there. Uh, so what is your most played or preferred class in Final Fantasy XIV? So I, I always um, privileged, you know, distance class. So in there I was a bard. And I thought it would be a very funny combo to play as a Rogadin. <laughs> so if you don't know, the Rogadin is like your Aldo, Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, back in the 80s, this big muster, muscular guy <laughs> being a bard. So I thought it was very funny. Uh, yeah, I have a very weird sense of humor. And, uh, you know, recently, <laughs> recently there is a dancer. I could just imagine my Rogadin as a dancer make me laugh. So <laughs> very likely that's what I'm going to change for. Oh, okay. I've, I actually really enjoy the dancer. Uh, it's one of my favorite classes. Yeah, but uh, imagine Schwarzenegger as a, you know, with a tutu and trying to dance to the yeah, exactly. party. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, for the bard, do you like it because, I mean, it's a range class? What do you like about it? Just the mobility or the... Usually I like a range DPS, but I, I have a guild of friends playing. And at the time, they didn't have a support class. You know, like uh, the one playing Bard, usually her main role was uh, was Black Mage. So they really needed more DPS, so I, I came over as a Bard to to support. So if you don't know what the Bard is like, he's singing to buff up the party. So it's a very important support uh, support role, and if you have one in your in your party, that's really going to boost the DPS. And healing okay. and all magic type of... Uh, yeah, all magic type, so yeah. <laughs> Okay, I like the dancer because it's just super easy to play. It's one of the easiest classes, in my opinion. It has the fewest buttons. You can fit them all really? on almost two bars. I really yeah. need to try. But I really like the bar because of the support, but over the year, because that's not new FF14, huh? you know, over the patches and all, uh, it moved from support to pure DPS to back to support. To, so I'm, I haven't played in a, in a few months, so I don't know exactly what the focus yet uh, right now because of the dancer, which is support, so... Maybe it's back to DPS, I don't know. Do you know about that? Or? I don't know about Bard. I hmm. got it at level, what, 30, and then I was like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, uh, like, and I, I the other class, yeah. Up. Yeah, I played the other class. So my classes are... Actually, I originally started off as a summoner when I first started playing the game, and I did that because I had played the Warlock in War World of Warcraft, and so the summoner was supposed mm. to be fairly similar to the Warlock. But yeah, for some odd reason, I guess, in my mind, the way a summoner should work in Final Fantasy was different, and it, it didn't click. I do enjoy it. I played it quite a bit. It was probably my second most played class in uh, Shadowbringers. Shadow Shadowbringers, yeah, because yeah, 
Yeah, because it ties in with the scholar. And so having that, you know, I can use it as a healer or a DPS actually makes it really easy to level it up. Uh, but my most played class would probably be the warrior just because that's what's always on the duty roulettes. And so they always need tanks. So I would always play as a tank. And uh, yeah. warrior as a tank? Uh, like, not as a main thing, then uh, as an off tank, I guess. Uh, well, because in the duty roulettes, unless in the dungeons, there's only one tank. Oh, yeah, true. Uh, Sorry. So, yeah, you'd only be an off tank in trials or the alliances. And alliances typically, or the alliance raids, they typically need DPS. So, in those, I would default back to the summoner or the black mage. I actually tried out the black mage and I absolutely love the black mage. It's so yeah. much fun. It's super crazy, though. Like, it's just so much going on with it. I try Trying to, to keep uh, your yeah. Nokia up and. I try to go white mage because uh, healer is pretty cool, but uh, the job is really cool. I really like the class and all. I just don't like the community. <laughs> You're the first oh. one blamed all the time. <laughs> I died. Yeah. yeah, maybe if you don't jump on the guy and uh, aggro everyone, maybe you know you'd have more chance of uh, you know living through it. Yeah, there's definitely, especially in dungeons, uh, it's. And that's one thing that's always stressful is a, is a bit of a tank because some people, they just want you to run wall to wall. Exactly. And other, yeah. other people are like, you know, stop every every one or two engagements. And oh, so exactly. you're always kind of like, yeah. So you're always trying to gauge like, okay, how much can people handle? And sometimes if you're going too slow, then yeah, people are blaming you and they're like, oh, come on, you know, like. Yeah, Whatever. but yeah, I'm, so. yeah, I'm the type of guy who burns through all his mana in like three seconds. So I really need to, uh, you know, to regen, regen every every two packs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, yeah, so I basically play Black Mage and uh, the Warrior, probably my two most played classes. Uh, but again, Summoner's right up there, and so is the Dancer. I've been playing a lot of Dancer, and then recently I've been doing a lot of Gunbreaker just to try it out oh that's uh, one of the new class right yeah that's one of the new that's the new tank that was added with the most recent expansion so okay is it similar to the dark knight or i haven't yeah. played dark knight i unlocked it and i never took it beyond the starting level so i think it's at what it starts at level 30 so i think my dark knight's still at level yes. 30 but yeah it is kind of a dps heavy tank so it's got yeah, a lot okay, of the so... dps style rotations and that sort of thing Okay, so yeah. similar to Warriors in, in spirit. Pretty similar to the Warrior, yeah. yeah. I, I I was actually really disappointed when, when the last expansion came out and they got rid of, because they used to have the, the stances, mm -hmm. so you could have your defensive stance or your DPS stance, and I loved tank, I loved stance dancing as a Warrior. And apparently a lot of people who played Warrior actually liked it, but the other classes it wasn't working so well, and they got rid of all the stance dancing on all the classes, and... I kind of wish they would bring it back just for the warrior because it worked really well for the warrior. Oh, well. I, can't, I can't imagine being on the other side, you know, from the developer side, trying to get uh, all the community comments. How do you want to, uh, us to balance the game? Uh, you know, you hear all kind of sounds like, okay, shut up. I, I'm, I'm going to balance my game and you tell me what you think after. <laughs> that, must, that must be horrible, to be honest. <laughs> all right. So moving on to our first official topic, your favorite story. So which... Final Fantasy has your favorite story. Uh, so it's a bit tough. Uh, all categories will be, will be tough, but I think in terms of story, I'm going to go with 10. I really like the story, you know, with Titus and his father. And No spoilers, because it's a very old game, right? So we can talk about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I should hope so. <laughs> in this terms is like of a launch form, PS2 game, right? 
uh, yeah, 20 years old, something like this. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think everything clicked, you know, really well in the story between Idris and Yuna. And one of the best love story, I would say, in FF, like better than the eight, which was told only on the, the love story. Uh, I really like the, all the drama with scene, you know, that you can actually never kill really because you know like each time a summoner kill it and take its place and all and the fact that uh you know like Titus father is actually the, the current scene i really liked it also remember um, at the launch i remember it's cinematic with all the chocobo warriors you know like night chocobo knights you know going through the uh, down the beach you know to find it yeah i think as a, as the story goes i really like this one what, what about you uh, for me, my favorite is going to probably be Final Fantasy VII. So Final Fantasy, like I said, my first Final Fantasy was Final Fantasy III, but officially six. But I kind of played it in bits and pieces because, like I said, I was playing at my friend's house. So, you know, I would play it with him and then, you know, I'd come back maybe a few days later and, you know, I'd skip some stuff or, you know, I'd play it in short bursts, like play it one weekend and then not play it again until the next weekend. Yeah, that's uh, a real so, game, huh? <laughs> It's a fairly long game. It really depends because six is interesting because the first part you the first part's kind of long, but the second part, if you want to go back and collect all the characters, it can be long, but you don't have to. You could actually just use the four characters that you're going to get. And it's actually really short. It's almost like straight to the boss. At the yeah, end. but you need to grind like crazy because the last dungeon is uh, you, you need to have quite a high level to do it. I, I know for me it was a pain. I know I know I remember that. I remember I really liked the first part of the story. Second part like ah grinding, 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 ah god damn it. Alright, so Ben is asking if anybody has experienced yet with the Final Fantasy Six randomizer. I'm not sure what that is, so I'm gonna have to say no. <laughs> I don't know what that is. We're gonna talk about But I, I had a friend Yeah, but I had a friend who figured out how to basically game Final Fantasy Six and what he would do is he would take uh at the Genji gloves, which allowed you to equip two weapons. And then there was another accessory that allowed you to attack four times. So he could attack four times with each weapon, which was eight. And then if you had the spell quick, you could uh, do two actions. So he could attack 16 times in one hit. And so what he would do is he would take Celeste, put Bahamut on Celeste, because Bahamut boosted your strength, and just leave it on her the entire game. <laughs> and then by the end of the game, he could hit 16 times in a row at 9999 and one-shot Kefka. Did he... <laughs> <laughs> did he figure it out by himself or did you did he find him in a he figured it out by himself because yeah we didn't have like the internet back then so he just figured Re it out by himself and respect was... yeah i know but there was this big books you know like solution books <laughs> yeah 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 no but he figured it out himself and it was kind of a cheap trick because he could just one shot <laughs> everything in the game oh, damn it. Um, <laughs> I but yeah i really liked final fantasy 7 i think uh yeah i think the reason i liked it was because it was very story driven like all the previous final fantasies had had story but there was never a focus character uh, like mm -hmm. in Final Fantasy 6 you could choose who your characters were and because of that some of the things were a little bit kind of generic where like for instance in the final speech that when you fight up with kefka basically they have to have kind of generic things that the characters say because you don't know who's going to be in that fight so basically it has to be able to fit yeah, anybody true. of course and in Final Fantasy 7 it was very focused around cloud and i think because of that it allowed them to really kind of like streamline the story and make it you know really focus on these characters and that sort of thing and their relationships and i think so for that reason it really stuck with me and it's probably a bit of nostalgia as well because i mean they've had some great final fantasy yeah, since then <laughs> but uh yeah this one was the first one that kind of really focused in on that so 
All right. So Ben is saying that the randomizer totally randomizes the game. It's very popular for speed running. Essentially, every fight and every chest is totally random and the level oh, scale. Damn so it! Like FF FF twelve, you know, randomize the, the chest. Ah, <laughs> that's some trauma. Yeah. Well, I guess it's for yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess it's uh, for speed running or something, right. but. Uh, but then it says it at uh, the level scale as well. So if you're level 10, all your enemies are going to be level 10. Ah, okay, if you're level right. 60, all your enemies are going to be level 60. So okay. uh, it says it's called Pharmacy 6 Worlds Collide. So I have not heard of that. That's new to me. Yeah, no, I no, didn't hear about that either. Yeah, I'll have to look that up after the show. <laughs> all right. So moving on, what's your favorite world in Final Fantasy? There's obviously been a lot, you know, Spira, Gaia. Uh, Ivelisse, Azoria. So, what's your favorite world? By far, FF9. I really like, you know, like uh, medieval fantasy, kind of steampunk a bit world. I really have to put it down as my uh, favorite story. Like, uh, for me, it's it's my own taste, of course, but I really prefer that from the futuristic kind of cyberpunk, you know, aspect of 7 and 8. Uh, I don't, I'm not especially fan of 12 and 13. Worlds, I mean, game sizer to mm. be honest. So, uh, and what I really like about the nine compared to the others is like it's really dark, you know, in the settings. Uh, you have several cities, you know, raised to the ground. The body count is maybe higher than in uh, 10 is quite high as well. But, uh, you know, there's a really high body count. I don't know if you recall, but you know, the, all the Black Mage village story is really yeah. nice, but really kind of bleak. You know, I really love the, the drama in this game. The steamships, the design of the steamships is really cool. Again, this game I played in what, 98 or 99? And I could tell you. It should have been around 99, 2000. Yeah. 1998 was it, Final Fantasy VIII. So, yeah. I can remember nearly all the cinematics in the game. It's just fantastic, you know, the first time you arrive in Lindblom with all the steamships and the big city, all the summonings which um, destroy all the capitals, like Lindblom gets sucked away, Clara saw the red tree, which gets, you know, like cliffs through by Odin, or um, the capital city of uh, Alexandria, which literally nuclearized, you know, with a giant uh, fight between Alexander and Bahamut. I mean, in which other FF do you have a fight between Alexander and Bahamut or, or like two different summons? That's, that's just, uh, this world was fantastic and way above, for me at least, all the others. Well, what about you? Which one do you like most? So it's funny because you said 12 is the one you don't like. Uh, I actually don't like 12 that much, Ivalice. but Ivalice is my favorite uh, world. I just found it generic. But specifically... <laughs> huh? I just found it generic. That's it why. is a bit generic. It is a bit generic, but I, I liked uh, Ivelisse more from the Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Uh, so, I, I mean, they have obviously Ivelisse and Final Fantasy Tactics, and it's, and it's actually been expanded beyond Final Fantasy because uh, Vagrant Story took place in Ivelisse as well. Mm -hmm. But oh, yeah. uh, I, I really liked, yeah, but I really liked the Tactics Advance uh, world of Ivelisse specifically. Uh, they had a lot of interesting things, and there were there were things that you see in Final Fantasy XII that came from Tactics Advance, like the judges and whatnot. But I really liked it because the way that they had, I mean, the main city of Rabinaster was, yeah, just kind of your generic kind of city thing. But then in, in Tactics Advance, you have like a lot of other villages and stuff like that. You have some of the, the plains things and whatnot. And I really like the fact that they actually incorporated other races of creatures in there because you have the, the Vera, the Banga, yeah. 
the new Mool, of course, uh, yeah. Moogles actually played a really big, uh, yeah, the Moogles played a fairly big role in there. They were pretty common. I'm trying to think there were a few others as well, but I, I really liked it in Tactics Advance because it had, because the way they did the job class system too, certain classes were locked to the races. And so it really kind of fleshed out kind of the culture of each one and what they're, what they were thinking. And they had a specific summons for each race as well. So they were kind of like, you know, these are, you know, these people worship Ifrit, so they get Ifrit. These people worship this guy, so they get this guy. No, no, that you're seeing this. Now I recall why I, I had, I was kind of disappointed in these games because the world is really nice. Uh, it's really fleshed out. There's lots of things you could do about it. And I remember in my head, at least, it was a copy paste from Star Wars. You had the Empire, the Rebels, <laughs> you had Darth Vader and his judges. I was like, oh, just no. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I didn't especially like the, the role of Seed as well in this game. Yeah, that's why I had this copy paste from Star Wars in my head, like, ah. with the world you had, you know, with the airships and all, and could have done better. You'd never uh, know the other empire. For <laughs> yeah, the I was a fan as well. Yeah, but the world, as you said, the world was really f nice, you know, like there was really a lot of things to do. Yeah, no, there, there was, a, and Ben's pointing out here that uh, you had Tetra Master in 9, Blitzball in 10, you had uh, Triple Triad in oh, Triple eight, Triad, yeah, that's, that's what And you had uh, Gold Saucer in, in 7, which held up a whole bunch of things. But 12 didn't really have anything. 12 had hunts, but that was it. So you had your hunt board where you had to go out and do hunts. That was just a I way to was get it. to, yeah, just a, a way to make your yeah. grinding nicer. <laughs> Yeah, basically, it was just a way to add to the grind. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of 12. I liked the Gambit system. I thought the Gambit system was really interesting. That yes. you program the AI. Yes. And in 12, the original, I find it... I don't know if you play the uh, Zodiac Age. If you No, I played the original. If you compare both, there's just... Zodiac Age is much better. First of all, you were talking about uh, randomizing before. You recall in the 12, when you open this chest at the beginning of the game, because you like Final Fantasy and you look for everywhere, and this chest blocked one of the final spears at the very end of the game. So a, a chest you open uh, after two hours of game blocked something, uh, ultimate weapon at 60 or 70 hours. Like, no, you don't do that to me, game. I hate you now. And yeah, <laughs> now in Zodiac Age, they, they kind of corrected this. They also uh, added the function that you can speed up by four because it's very slow. It's a very slow game. Ah, yes. And uh, you can speed up by four and it changes your life. Oh God, you, 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 you save about 10 hours of running slowly through a dungeon. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, a lot of things to say about 12 because it could have been so great. Yeah, yeah. it had a lot of interesting systems like the Gambit system. Yeah. I actually, when I first played 12, I was really enjoying it. I hated Vaughn. I thought the main character sucked. It should have been about Barth. <laughs> here, but, uh, oh, yeah. And Penelope. But, but I remember, yeah, I remember playing up and then you get to a point where you're supposed to go to a mountain or something like that. And then the story just stopped and it was just kind of random and nothing happened for a long time. And I found out later that actually the guy who, I mean, this might be a rumor, this might not be true, but what I heard was the guy who was writing it died and then they had to get a second writer to come through and finish it. And that's why the first half was just way better than the second half. So that okay. might've been why as well. But yeah, I'm not sure. 
All right, so moving on for World, we're moving on to our favorite cast. So who is your favorite cast of characters? All right, so I'm not going to be original. <laughs> I'm still going for, to go with Nine, but first of all, just to explain, it's just that I'm not a big fan of all the psychological aspects you have around Cloud in Seven. It's it's a great cast, but, you know, like all this... Uh, you know, uh, divided about uh, Cloud and Zach, and I was not too much about it. Only eight. All the the game was sold on the love story between Squall and Linoa. <sighs> That's one of the the I really loved eight. I really loved eight absolutely. It's just that this love story for me was one of the least interesting part of the game. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a bit tough. Uh, six. We talked about six. Too many characters for me to my taste. So you can stay, you know, with a four, but, you know, I'm not a completionist, but I like to look about, you know, most of the things you can do in the game. And if you miss all the little side story of the character in the six, you miss a lot. So, um, yeah, too many characters. So, no, for me, nine stay still stay the, the best because, you know, Zidane and Garnet works really well together. Uh, the couple of knights as well, Steiner is a very good comic relief i find it very funny with beatrice which is more like the, the serious side of the night they are both very cool so it's the only character i didn't like and that's a shame it's a bad guy you know like kuja 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 i don't know if it is. yeah the bad guy ah, not a very good bad guy especially since he's not even the final boss so that's the only thing i regret a bit about this but other than that no, cast Final Fantasy Nine absolutely. <laughs> what about you? All right. Uh, so you're gonna hate me for this. Uh, Final Fantasy Fifteen uh, is actually my favorite cast. Oh God, go ahead. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> no, no, but no, I, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, no, I played the Royal Edition, so oh. I had all the DLC and I had the complete. They had added some extra stuff in there. But I, I actually liked the cast in Final Fantasy Fifteen because when I went into it i didn't think i was gonna like it because you know i obviously i'm like ah you know they're just this brooding moody emo boy band that's what that's what i'm gonna get i'm gonna get the emo boy band final fantasy and i still have a friend today who refuses to play it for that exact reason and uh and and you know it it starts off and it kind of seems like it's gonna go in that direction and then there was a scene very early on where you stop off at the first hotel and Prompto comes out and he invites, he asks Noctis to meet him on the roof. And they're talking on the roof and, and Prompto's kind of talking about how, you know, he, I don't really feel like I fit in, you know, like Gladio's this big warrior guy and he's uh, the son of the Kingsguard or whatever. And, you know, uh, what's his name? Um, Ignis is this really, you know, he's really smart and he's also part of the Kingsguard and all that. And I'm just kind of here. I don't really know where I fit exactly. in. And Noctis is like, you know. Get out, Prompto. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Well, but then the, but the Noctis is like, no, dude, you're my friend. Like, that's the whole point, man. Like, yeah. like you know, like you're you're the one that keeps me sane. You know, these guys have this. You know, they they elevate me to this uh, this level of prince, and you're the only one that treats me like another person and treats me as an equal and treats me as a friend. You know, I need that. I need you to keep me grounded and not, you know, and and and, and just the dynamic watching them like uh, the back and forth because they have a lot of the banter like in a lot of other games you pretty much unless you're in a specific scene for dialogue they're not talking but in Final 15 there's all the constant banter you know when you're driving and stuff like that and i felt like just the way they connected it really felt like you were part of a group of friends it didn't feel like 
they didn't feel like characters in the game. It felt like yeah, people. I see what you mean. And, and I felt like they were a lot more f- fleshed out. So that's why I really liked the cast because I felt like, like there were definitely things that I would see in these people that would remind me of hanging out with my friends. You know, like Gladio giving Ignis crap for drinking too much coffee or. Uh, you know, prompto being like, dude, let's do this. And then, you know, everyone else just kind of groaning and being like, oh, God, not again, you know. And that that just kind of reminded me of, you know, hanging out with my group of friends and that sort of thing. So I just felt like the cast really, you know, the story didn't wasn't that great. And, but I felt like they felt more human and they felt more like the cohesive group. And that's why, to me, at the end, especially, uh, you really felt like there was more... Uh, there was more of a personal sacrifice as opposed to like, oh, you know, we're going to go off and, and, and save this. There was It was more of a personal investment of like, you know, this is why we're helping you out. You know, we're not doing it because we have to. We're not doing it because we're the party. We're doing it because we're your friends. And this is, you know, we're, we're there to back you up. So uh, I actually really liked the cast in Final Fantasy 15. So Yeah, well, as long as you don't sing the Chocobo song, I guess I'm not going to hate you. <laughs> but please don't, please don't do that. <laughs> Oh, I, I hum that to myself. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. That's what I liked about it was that, you know, some of the characters were annoying. And, you know, every group has that yes. one friend where everyone's kind of like groaning and they're like, ah, but, you know, we still love you. You know, you're... You're a pain in the ass, but we still love yes, you. Yes, but that's the problem. Maybe they love him, but I hate him. You know, he's, he's, he's part <laughs> of my top three most annoying hated character. Um, he, he's very close to Vanille in this aspect, you know, like FF13 Vanille. She was already like very annoying, but prompto. Ah. No. I never played 13, unfortunately. I always wanted Fortune. to, actually. No, Everyone's like, it's crap, but I'm like, oh, I need to. I've heard Lightning Returns is pretty good, though. That's the issue. Uh, uh, 13.2 is better than 13, uh, to my taste, again. And 13.3 should have never existed. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know. I've heard a lot of good things about Lightning Returns, but I've never played any of them uh, because uh, here in Taiwan, there I could only get the Japanese version. Oh, no. so. uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I never gave it a when, when I don't have time to to play, uh, like 13, definitely I didn't play 2 and 3. I just watch, you know, the, the mu- uh, movies, uh, HD movies on YouTube. Ah. Yeah, yeah, because I play games for the story and I don't have time to do 3 times 60, 70 hours. So just, you know, like play the movies, which is quite long. But, you know, when you work, you can just have it on the side of the... On the screen. So I got a non-Final Fantasy question for you. You Have you ever played Borderlands? Oh, of course, I love it. Borderlands. So what are your feelings on Claptrap? Ah, did you ever took a big gun and shoot a, uh, shoot, uh, shoot Claptrap? That's what I do all the time. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so... Ah. so you- I, I absolutely love Claptrap, so I think exactly. that's part of the reason why I like Prompto. Uh, exactly. No, it's fun. It's a very good comic relief. I just can't help to take the biggest weapon and shoot at him and say, shut up and go, <laughs> please. <laughs> Borderland wouldn't be Borderland uh, okay. without Claptrap. And uh, I like him much better than I like Prompto. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing about Prompto in Final Fantasy XV is... Uh, in the Royal Edition, this doesn't happen if you play the original, but in the Royal Edition, they added the ability that you could control the other characters. So you didn't have to control Noctis. You could actually control anybody, which was a huge bonus. And Prompto is quite possibly one of the most powerful characters in the game when you do that. So like when I was before I unlocked it, because you have to unlock it, he died all the time. Every fight, he was just constantly dead. Yeah. And 
you know, he just couldn't keep himself alive. And then as soon as I unlocked it, because Gladio basically just gets big AOE sword swings, Ignis gets the ability that he can use elements. So he can have like elemental attacks. So like fire will add uh, DOTs. Lightning allows him to teleport kind of like Noctis can. But Prompto, he gets he gets an assault rifle, a grenade, a stun grenade, and a bazooka. And you can just between the bazooka and the assault rifle, you can basically just take out anything. <laughs> it's just insanely powerful. Yeah, I said so, I said it before, but that's I think I have so much trouble with fifteen because I made this massive mistake. I took it day one. Never yeah. do that. yeah yeah it was definitely incomplete and and even now it's yeah and even now it's incomplete because they never did the uh episode aranea and they never did the episode noctis and episode luna so they never finished it apparently if you do the um apparently they have books and stuff so there's no that's no 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 i'm sorry if you have to to buy books first of all if you have to buy (laughs) dlc on a game like final fantasy that's very bad. If you have to have the book to have a bit more of the lore, that's horrible. <laughs> um, no, no, not uh, not a good strategy on this one. I think they. How do you feel about yeah. the Seven Integrate though, where they're adding the the Yuffie DLC? Seven Seven Integrate, the new DLC with Yuffie. No clue. You haven't heard about that? No. Uh, are you oh, talking okay. about Seven R? Remake. Yeah. Yeah, I never played this one. Really, uh, no, unfortunately, no, 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 no. And now it's got another six months of uh exclusivity, so yeah. Well, again, I didn't play R uh, simply because I was super hyped about it. Like, I saw you know, like FF16 uh, trailer, I'm super hyped about it. And I say, Oh, it looks great, let's wait two years before you get it. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be on the Steam, no, 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 it's well. gonna be on Steam sales. All the DLC will be integrated in one nice bundle. Yeah, that's the way to go. Yeah. And yes, the the only issue is I have to have to slide through the uh, the spoilers. But again, it's a remake, so I already know the story, so I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I'll get more in the remake a little bit later for one of our other subjects. So moving on from cast, who's your favorite villain? Easy and absolutely not original, so sorry about that. But that's <laughs> Kefka, of course. Of course, of course, it's Kefka. It's your Final Fantasy equivalent of Joker in Batman. The guy doesn't have a plan. He doesn't care. He just like death and destructions. And uh, very beginning of the game, the guy poisoned the water source to exterminate anyone in the castle. You are a bona fide uh, bad guy. I, I love you already. You know? There's no, is he a bad guy? Maybe he's going to turn out to be a good guy or something. No, 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 no. <laughs> this guy is not. <laughs> it's just, and correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, I think he's the only villain who actually win. You know, like he actually yeah, destroys yeah. the world. Well, that's the other thing is is most enemies want to take over the world or something. Kefka literally just wants everything to end. He's like, I'm just going to kill exactly, everybody. Exactly, yeah. It's, and it's like, well, what are you going to do when everybody's dead? He's like, I don't know. I just want to yeah. kill everybody. I'm very sorry <laughs> to, you know, like uh, Sephiroth slash Genova or Sin was a good villain. But uh, Ultimation, I don't like the you know, time travel bullshit. And that. No, no. Kefka is there. <laughs> he's a masterpiece of a villain. It's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. It's very funny while completely genocidal. <laughs> really good. How about you? 
Uh, so I kind of, okay, so I knew a lot of people were going to pick Kefka and I figured there was a very high chance you were going to pick Kefka. So I was like, I'm not going to go with Kefka. No, it's fine because he's actually not my favorite because, uh, yeah, because I mean, he is really interesting. But at the same time, I feel like he's kind of flat. Like he doesn't have too much backstory. It is kind of like... He doesn't need to. He's I mean, he's, he's interesting on the Joker level, yeah. but yeah, there's there's no depth to him really. It's like, it's really just, he's just off his rocker yes. and completely psycho, of course, but true. Which is fun. Yeah, but remember the, yeah, cast, is really the cast of FF6, you don't have time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's what, 12 characters and then all the side characters and stuff. Uh, so you, you might not agree again. I'm going to go with Arden off of Final Fantasy 15 again. And yeah, I know it's a really weird choice. Uh, so, because a lot of people really like Emmett Selk off of uh, from Final Fantasy fourteen and uh, his backstory and everything. Which one? A lot of people like Emmett Selk is the, the oh. guy who's helping you out in Shadowbringers. He's the um, yeah. Okay, I see. What do we call? Yeah, it's it's a good one. I wouldn't pick an MMO for uh, for a villain, but uh, there's too many. Yeah, exactly. Because a lot of people like him, but yeah, he's not a, like a continuous yeah, villain. Exactly. Um, but the reason I picked Arden was, and this is the thing again, you're, you're not going to get this in the original. And the original, he just kind of shows up and he's evil and he does all these bad things. But uh, I actually really liked him because only because I had played episode Arden and in episode Arden, you get his backstory. And then uh. he became really interesting because what happens is, I don't know, Final Fantasy, this should be okay for spoilers, right? This game's like six years old now, right? Something uh, like it, yeah. Oh, less. Yeah, yeah. I would have said for should be about six years. Yeah, I just moved in. I, I moved in my new house in twenty in six twenty sixteen. So I think it's twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen, fifteen. Okay, but yeah. Anyway, it's long <laughs> enough. whatever. Spoilers. Yeah. If you're watching this show, you're obviously probably a Final Fantasy fan, so you already know it. Um, but basically, what happened was in Final Fantasy fifteen's world, there's this. I don't remember what they call it, like the Star, whatever, and it'll corrupt people and it turns them into demons, basically. And like a thousand years ago in the past or whatever, Arden was had this ability where he could absorb that into his own body and he could cure people of this disease. So he was able to save the world and he was able to save the world from this corruption. And what happened was he was originally set to be the the, the true king or whatever. And he was he was supposed to be the king, you know, and, and he, he loved his people. His people loved him. He was a great guy. He had a fiance. Everything was wonderful. Well, his brother was a little bit jealous of him and Bahamut, who was kind of the king of the gods, who had actually the plan was when this corruption came to the world, Bahamut was like, let's just destroy the world and get rid of the corruption and kill all humans. And mm -hmm. yeah, and then Ifrit, who basically was kind of like the uh, pro, was it um, Ifrit, who was kind of the Prometheus of the world, took pity on humans. He liked humans. So he was like, no, we got to save them. And so Arden was able to save the world, basically. And Bahamut wasn't too happy about this because he really just wanted to kill everybody. And so what happened was Bahamut basically went to Arden's brother and he said, I will make your lineage the true king. You need to get rid of Arden. And so what happened was Arden's brother kills, his kills Arden's fiance first. And then when Arden's supposed to ascend to the throne, the gods basically deny him saying, well, no, you're corrupt because you have all this evil stuff in your body because you saved the world by absorbing this evil stuff into your body. So he's basically mad because the gods are like, we're going to make you the king because you can save the world. Oh, you saved the world? Yeah, now you're corrupt. We're not going to let you be king anymore. Your brother's going to be king. Oh, and because you're corrupt, we're going to lock you in this dungeon for a thousand years where 
the image of your fiance who was murdered by your brother is going to tear your body apart over and over and over and over again and just kill you thousands of times. And so he was locked in this repeated thing for thousands of years. And when he comes back out, he still basically wants to save the world. But then uh, the Nif, what are they called? Nibelheim or whatever? Not Nibelheim, but the, the, the bad guys, basically. Uh, they convince him that, oh, you know, yeah, you're right. You should be the king. These other guys, they got this king. Screw the gods. You know, man is the ruler of the world now. And so then they basically get him to... They get him to release. They find out that he not only has the ability to absorb this power, but he can also project it. And so they use him to project it out. And then they start creating the magic tech guys. And then the demons start coming out. And then, yeah, they're basically like, oh, you can end this world because, you know, the gods hated you and they screwed you. So, um, so yeah, he's actually got a lot of development there. He's got a lot of backstory. It's kind of, when, when you play it, it's kind of like, oh, this guy's kind of tragic. He's not. Uh, yeah, so he's not the villain. Yeah, you kind of feel for him and stuff. Bahamut's yeah, the villain. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's, he's, <laughs> that's the thing. Bahamut is the villain, actually. Bahamut's the real bad guy. But uh, yeah, I liked him because he was perceived as the villain. Um, but yeah, Bahamut was actually the real villain. But you don't see that in Final Fantasy 15. You see that in Comrades. If you play that in Comrades, Bahamut's the final villain. But uh, And what I got, but, yeah. what I got with the original version, two <laughs> sentences of backline before sealing uh, Noctis. Literally two sentences. Yeah. And because someone was actually talking to me at the time, I, did, I actually got just the end of the second sentence. What? Backstory of the final boss is finished? Really? Yeah. What is... <laughs> no! Yeah, so if you played the original, it's really oh, not that great. But, uh, are so many but if you play the Royal Edition, it's much, much better. Ah. Yeah, unfortunately. One day, maybe. Royal Edition is definitely a better way to do it. <laughs> One day, maybe, maybe but right maybe. now, that's right. I still don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so moving on. Yeah. Soundtrack, what's your favorite OST? This is a big deal in Final Fantasy. Yeah, I have two, but uh, number two, I would really because it's a game of my childhood, I still go for uh, FF7, uh, Sephiroth, Sephiroth, sorry, uh, One Wing Angel. You know, like a boss battle. Okay. Just always nice, you know. And uh, my true favorite, I would go for FF14, which is Answers, which is, I think, would be the, the main theme uh, the when they launched, they relaunched. So was it version 2.0? Yeah, that was yeah, a Realm so Reborn. I, yeah, Realm yeah, Reborn. So I really like this one. And I actually discovered while doing some research that, so I guess not everybody knows uh, Nobuo Uematsu. Sorry for the pronunciation. If you don't know, he's uh, mystical, you know, like a music composer of nearly every FF. Uh, and he said that Answers is actually his favorite piece. So, see, I have taste. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? And uh, again, so you'll learn to know me, but I like everything, you know, like drama and bleak and a bit dark. <laughs> and, uh, and this music, it's really perfect for me here because basically, you know, it's the kind of stuff like everything is lost. You have no choice to, to fight. And you know, you know you're gonna die anyway because the result is obvious. The enemy is just far too strong for you, and uh, yeah, it's a very fun song. <laughs> but the the opera opera version, you know, they have in Distant World. I saw it on YouTube. It's just amazing. Yeah. I would die to go to see Distant World. They never come to Montreal, never. And uh, and you know, of course, with the pandemic and stuff, they are not not about to come. But for, yeah, when they come, first thing I do is get tickets front row. <laughs> really? 
Yeah, they've never been to Taiwan either, but we're closer to Japan, so oh, yeah. Is that uh, expensive, you know, to go there? <laughs> no, not super expensive. Well, especially not for me. My wife works for the airlines, so no we excuse. Get, uh, free tickets. No excuse. We get free tickets. Yeah, we only have to pay the gas tax, and that's basically it. So, um, but I don't know when the next one's going to be. So, no idea. Uh, but yeah, so Final Fantasy. I, I really enjoyed the OST of Final Fantasy VII. I was kind of thinking fourteen, but then I was like. In terms of soundtrack, I feel like 14 is kind of cheating because 14 is like the best of the best because they take all the best music exactly, from the Final yeah. Fantasy and put them in. <laughs> So I'm like, that's kind of an unfair advantage there. So I ended up going with Final Fantasy VIII. I'm not a big fan of Final Fantasy VIII, but I really liked the music in it. You know, pretty much everything. Yeah, I think I remember. From, you know, Liberati Fatali to blue fields just the overworld music is really yeah relaxing. it's a very relaxing fisherman's one, yeah. village is really relaxing mm -hmm. yeah i really liked it uh and then i, I really like the music in final fantasy 8 so overall i would say final fantasy 8 is probably my favorite ost i also really enjoy final fantasy 7 and that was one of the things that i remember when i played final fantasy 9 i was like all right let's get into the music and then i was like once i was done i was like i remember one song yeah no from this and then and then final fantasy 10 was the same thing i was like i don't remember any of these songs and then in uh, Final Fantasy Twelve, I don't, I don't remember anything from Final Fantasy Twelve. <laughs> yeah, as music. I do, but just because. Uh, I so I felt it. like, yeah, fifteen. There's like two songs I like, you know. So I, I really felt like, it, but like six, seven, eight, you know, they all had lots yeah. of songs that I really enjoyed. Fourteen obviously has a lot as well. I really enjoy, like the the Sukiyomi theme and the. Uh, I really like the Beauty's Wicked Wiles, the Laksh Lakshmi, oui, gotcha. the Bollywood yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Really good. <laughs> I love that one. It's so out of left field, but it just fits so well. Um, and then, but yeah, it recycles everything. I mean, the Shadowbringers theme is is the theme from Final Fantasy Three. So yeah, as they recycle, they just put words on it, and uh, and they cheat because yeah. you know, like the but yeah, eight, the special month where I think was um, you have a uh, Terra's theme, you know, from uh, FS3, or you know, a special month where you have a specific music on it. You know, uh, music yeah, yeah, yeah. They take yeah, it from exactly. the older games. It's like a, a bit remixed, you know, like very good, uh, good quality. Uh, it's cheating, as you said. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, as far as uh, as far as I, I think, Final Fantasy VIII probably has the most songs that I like. And if I had to pick a favorite song all together out of Final Fantasy, I don't know. I might go with One Winged Angel, but I might also go with Genova. I just like the intro part with the da 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 da. You know, and it kind of oh, has that yeah. like Absolutely. thing, like it almost like. Yeah, you get the like the feeling of like rain or like you know shooting stars yeah. or something, and I think it really kind of fits that monster that falls from the heavens kind of. Motif. Yeah, no, that's a really good um, one. Yeah, good so choice. I really like Genova. Yeah. All right. So, what about abilities or the way that they do magic and whatnot in the game? Ah, it's a bit tough. This one. I said like the Mataria system from FF7, mainly because that's that's the one I remember the most. To be honest, of all the all of them. I, I, what I like in uh, the seven, and I don't think they took it in other FF, is was a limit system, where you had in I think was four levels, and in each level you had two or three limits, you know, li limit breaks, and you had to do like you had to set to do specific conditions to unlock the next, you know, like you have to do 120 times this one to unlock the next one, and you had to. Oh uh, yeah. It was really cool, except that there was nowhere to actually find the conditions at the time. Uh, I had this. Um, uh, in front, there was a, a book called Game One, Player One, and uh, I, I had to go in there to see uh, what was the requirement. 
But uh, yeah, I like this one. We talked about it previously, but Gambit on uh, FF12, that was a good thing. I really liked it. Also, you had to spend a lot of time in there to make it very efficient. But once you make it very efficient, after you don't nearly don't need to, to play. The Gambit does everything for you. So um, yeah, that's that's kind of that's kind of it for me. So what about you? Yeah, for as as a computer science major, the Gambit system to me was like right up my alley. I'm like, this is like programming. <laughs> yeah, uh, but for me, I I would probably have to go with Final Fantasy Tactics. I really like the job system and the way you could customize the characters, uh, the way you could uh, uh, like mix and match abilities and stuff like that. Like you could put the monk basically with any jo- uh, any kind of magic class because they could regen their own magic. Uh, the MP back, which was really kind of hard in that game. So I really liked the, the Final Fantasy Tactics job system. I just thought it was really great. So, yeah, simple as that. <laughs> Actually, I think the, the very early games, you know, like uh, I think 1 and 2, where you could switch to, um, like, uh, I don't know, there were so many uh, jobs you could get, you know, when you go to the dragon and say, which job do you want? You could go from thief to ninja to... There were so many uh, class or kind of jobs you could take. That was a good system too. But I didn't play this enough to actually tell you exactly if it's... I can't tell you if it's my favorite, but it looked a very interesting system. Yeah. Five had, had job classes where you could switch your job classes. And that's one of the things in Five, they had my favorite job class, which was... Uh, I don't remember if it's called the Rune Knight or the Mystic Knight, but basically what it was is they could... It was Celeste's ability in Final Fantasy VI where they were basically put their sword up and whatever attack they were hit with next, they would absorb the magic rather so they wouldn't take damage. So it was defensive, but at the same time it would charge their weapon with that element. So now they're attacking with fire damage or whatever. So that was my favorite job class of any final fantasy. And it's, it hasn't really been used in the final fantasy since. So uh, uh, maybe it was too powerful. I don't know. In 14, but, wait for the next update. But yeah, <laughs> Probably. All right. So speaking of ability system, what about combat? What was your favorite games in terms of combat? Most FF are like turn-based, you know, like apart from uh, the remake, which was uh, like more like RPG, uh, action RPG. So I can tell you which one I hate. <laughs> like, okay. imagine, you remember like 10, 10, 2, 12. I don't remember if 13 was like this, but you know, when you summon, well, you summon your summon. <laughs> don't know how you say it other than that yeah. and he actually came with a caster you know and fight with you in the center of the field ah, I really hated that uh, exactly no, I, really, I really prefer the classics uh, 7, 8, 9 where you, you summon something big cinematic <laughs> explode the field and and then you start again your so this combat system nah. so if I have to pick but that would be the uh, FF8 junction system. Uh, like uh, the Gambit in 12, you have to spend so much time in there to make it very efficient. I don't know if you recall, you know, like all of your summons, they can learn abilities and magic, and then you put it against your stats to get them up, and uh, and you need to have a hundred of this type of magic to get your HP very high complicated system find a youtube video to explain the, the junction system of the eight it's a bit like the 12 you need to spend a lot of time in it but once you get it right it's overkill you know like you you can shoot very hard all the time yeah they, they like to make things complicated <laughs> so about you adam i remember an eight i i 
I, I thought it was super, super hard. And then later on now I'm looking at people and they're like, oh, yeah, if you get into junctioning, you can make the game just super easy. You can almost break it. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that junctioning was that powerful, you know, because you can junction magic as well as, as other stuff. Um, for me, though, it is actually Final Fantasy VII Remake. I really enjoyed it. When they first announced it, I was like, turn-based, turn-based, turn-based. And then they didn't make it turn-based. And I was like, no. And I was super disappointed. And I was really kind of upset. And then I played the game because I'm like, of course, I'm going to play the game. And then when I played the demo, I was like, ah, I don't really like this system. And then when I played the main game, you know, as I got used to it, I actually was like, wow, the system is actually really cool. I really enjoy this. And it works out really, really well. Uh, so basically, you still have all your materia that uh, like you did in Final Fantasy VII. So you can still customize your characters. But now what they did is they each weapon comes with an ability. And you can use the ability when that weapon is equipped. And if you use it a certain number of times, then the character can learn it permanently, which allows them to use the ability on other weapons. Like in a so each character is much more customized. Yeah, so like in Final Fantasy VII, everybody was basically the same maybe their stats were slightly different but everybody was basically the same yeah. it was just you know were you a ranged character or a short range character if i want to see seven everybody plays very differently because everybody has their own unique abilities and everybody has their own unique weapons and stuff like that um so it's really cool and then what i really liked about it was they what you do is you do your your basic if you take damage if you block or if you attack or just slowly over time you can build up your active time meter in the same as Final Fantasy 7 mm -hmm. and then once you've filled the bar then you can use items you can use magic you can use your commands so basically it is turn-based but it's giving you something to do between your turns which is dodging oh, attacking and blocking nice. so it's still yeah so it's still a turn-based thing but it gives you something to do rather than just waiting so it, if you look at it that way then it becomes a lot more fun and it is kind of annoying sometimes because you're like, I want to use an item to heal, but I need to wait for this thing to charge up. But other than that, it works out pretty well. And what I would what I really liked about it was you can go into your menus and select your magic manually like you could in Final Fantasy VII or any other one. But what you can also do is you can set quick, what were they called? Like basically quick buttons. So I think you hold down like R1 or something like that, and you can assign something to the triangle, square, X and circle. And so then that way, if you have an attack that you use a lot, like, you know, that you're, you're going to go up against a fire enemy, you just set fire to that. And then you don't even have to go through the menus. You can just, you know, knock it off really quickly once your bar is charged. So it made the it, it gave you all the options of the regular active time battle. But at the same time, it was a lot more engaging. So I just really loved the Final Fantasy VII remake combat system maybe you can confirm that because it's one of the complaints i heard a, a lot is that you spend far too much time in the menus in uh, in 7r so it's not your feeling at all no it wasn't my feeling at all because that was the thing is is i didn't realize that you could set these quick buttons okay. and so i didn't know that at first so i was just going through the menu so it might be the kind of thing where people didn't realize that they had that uh, because there were definitely abilities that would, i would use far more often like maybe cure or, for instance, uh, Cloud has an ability that'll like charge and break the enemy's defense and stuff like that. And I was using these attacks, or like Eris would have certain attacks that I would use. And it, that would speed it up because you can, you can have four attacks on quick access. Okay. And so if you, yeah, so you can access anything. But I mean, most of the times, especially for small enemies, you're probably not going to need too many of those things. Keep going and you um, almost sold the game to me. <laughs> Is it... Uh... 
<laughs> I don't know if it's available on PC or it's just a PlayStation at the moment. No, unfortunately, it was PlayStation 4 and it was supposed to be a year's worth of exclusivity, which personally I think was too long. I, I say a month would have been optimal. Maybe six. Uh, I would have accepted a month. A year is far too long. And then now they've, in, they've announced Integrade, which comes out next month. Yeah. And PlayStation extended did a deal with squaresoft where they've extended uh, the exclusivity for another six months oh damn it so it's going to be another six months until you can get the game which is in my opinion ridiculous that you have to wait a year and a half again um, i don't think that's in, fair in a year or two yeah. or a year and a half i'll have the bundle on steam in sale maybe well now yeah if you buy it on ps5 it, it is it is going to be the bundled version now i think integrate is the official ps5 version it's just that if you have the original you can buy the upgrade otherwise you just buy the full version integrate but yeah and, and actually final fantasy 7 remake is interesting in that it's one of the games that did not have a day one patch if i remember correctly and actually they've only had one patch ever and that patch was because some people were having uh, a problem with textures not loading properly on doors that was the only issue it had so it came out actually pretty complete yeah, okay so unlike, uh, you know, Final Fantasy 15 or something that had to be updated, you know, this one actually came out pretty much exactly as it, as it was supposed to be. So One more on topic, actually. Wasn't this uh, game supposed to be, like, episodic? Like, uh... It is. Uh, so do you think yeah. for each episode they're going to renew the exclusivity? So it's just never going to hit PC at all? Uh, I, they uh... might, they, I, they're definitely not going to renew the exclusivity of the first game. So they might do exclusivity uh, for other... Final Fantasy Remake 2, but Final Fantasy Remake 1 wouldn't renew its exclusivity. No. Uh, okay. I don't think I think it's only Integrate because Integrate is like the upgraded version of this one. Um and I think part of the reason was is because since Integrate is officially the PS5 version, then they wanted the exclusivity on the new episodes, mm -hmm. but it, on PC they would never release the original. They would just release Integrate. Of course, yes, that makes sense. So that's why they wanted more exclusivity on it. I think that's why. But yeah. So, but yeah, it's, it's episodic. But they do, they do uh, expand each section out into a full game. So, like the first game is just Midgar. It just takes yeah, you to exactly, the point yeah. where you leave Midgar. But it is, it is in itself a full game's worth of uh, stuff. Still a lot of. So it does expand it out quite a bit. Yeah. So they go and they go into a little bit more. Like for example. Uh, uh, how you know in Final Fantasy VII you guys are part of Avalanche, and in remake they actually talk about how you're a a cell of Avalanche. Oh, okay. But Avalanche is a much larger organization. But you're actually because Barrett's tactics are a little bit more extreme than what the other Avalanche groups want. <laughs> a little bit. Because <laughs> uh, he's willing to like yeah, because he's willing to bomb reactors and stuff like that. And so that's why you don't see the rest of Avalanche is because they've basically been outcast from the larger group because the larger group doesn't want to associate with them. So he's because they feel that they're a bit too extremist. Yeah. The terrorists yeah. side of Avalanche, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They're the yeah, exactly. They're terrorists and Avalanche doesn't the rest of Avalanche I mean they're they they do things but they don't want to bomb reactors because they're worried about civilian casualties. And they don't have no problems yeah. going up against Shenra, but they don't want to risk civilian casualties and stuff like that. So they think that Barrett's a bit too extreme. So you do actually see them at one point, but you don't, but yeah, so they're, they're not quite fleshed out, but you can tell that they're going to obviously be a much bigger part of the story. And the new Integrade, they're adding, uh, I believe they're called Deep Ground. It's the group that was added in Dirge of Cerberus. Yeah. Uh, so they're, uh, they're being added yeah. in. So they're, they're just expanding uh, on all Valentine. the lore and stuff like that. 
Yeah, so maybe Vincent Valentine will make an appearance and integrate. It's not quite sure yet. So I'd like to. Uh, favorite character. I would like. <laughs> really I hope so. Character. My favorite character is actually probably Cloud and after Cloud, Sid. But uh, uh, Sid yeah. is cool, but Vincent still first. <laughs> He's dark. <laughs> He's dark. <laughs> he is dark. All right, so moving on to your favorite weapon in all of Final Fantasy. Uh, very classic, I'm afraid. Uh, I'll go with uh, Sephiroth's, you know, Masamun, Masamun, the one which is okay. he plays shish kebab with uh, with Ares. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and Cloud. <laughs> exactly, yeah, and Cloud. So, yeah, this one. <laughs> what about you? Uh, for me, it's actually I'm kind of cheating here. I really like the Buster Sword, and, and Gunblades are kind of an interesting so weapon, but they're yeah. completely impractical. Yeah, oh, they're, they're, but they're really iconic. They look really beautiful. They look cool. Um, but I'm actually, yeah. they look really yeah. cool. But I'm going to actually go with Cloud's Fusion Sword from uh, Advent Children. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, apparently, the story behind it was when they came out with Advent Children, people were like, okay, or so I guess the creators were like, okay, in Final Fantasy VII, Cloud went with bigger is better. So how can we change up the formula? And somebody said, what about more is better? <laughs> and so they were like, fine, let's give them all these swords that combine into one big one. But it works. Um, in in Advent Children, it works. It, works. it works perfectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's just really, I just really like it. I think it's actually kind of beautiful in the yeah. way it's all put together. And I love that it creates the silhouette of the original Buster Sword. So I really like the Fusion Sword in Advent Children. I think that was a, a really interesting weapon. Again, completely impractical. There's no way this would ever work in real life. Just layering sword on top of sword on top of sword. Uh, but it just looks really cool. I, on that topic, I would All also right. talk about, you know, like uh, FF12 and in 14 uh, Gilgamesh with all the mythical swords of all the FF, but as fake. Do you remember oh, that? Yeah. yeah, he's got all the fake, <laughs> the, the fake yeah. I have all the best sword. Big fake on it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just all the like uh, the kind of things that uh, the otaku will hang on their wall. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Made out of cheap metals and whatnot. <laughs> exactly. That was pretty good. All right. And speaking of Gilgamesh, what's your favorite monster? This is our last topic here. So your favorite right. monster in all the Final Fantasies. I'll go back to FF7 again, and I'll go with okay. Tomberry. Do you remember okay. Tomberry? Oh, he's in all the Final Fantasies. I think he was in the original one, but they called him Pug for uh, some reason. Maybe, but for me, you know, there's still this bloody little green toad who can one-shot you with this little, like, kitchen knife. Yes. <laughs> it pissed me off so much. But you have, in the 7, I don't know, I, honestly, I don't remember him in other games, but in 7, you have to fight him and to transform him and transform him. You know, you have an ability to transform him into a ribbon, and ribbon it's this absolutely OP, yeah, more. Yeah, OP accessory where you're immune to all negative effects. So it's it's absolutely you need this yeah. ribbon. That means you need to confront this bloody toad of a tomberry. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's why it's um, you know like this love hate relationship. Yeah, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna forget about this one. <laughs> what about you? Which one would you like? Yeah, they have tons of life too. Mine's gonna be the Morble, the big plant with bad breath. That thing is one of the most I, annoying. I, I have a reason for that. Uh, just because he's the the counter opposite of the Tonberry. Yeah, if you don't have if you have a ribbon, then he's he's nothing. But if you don't have a ribbon, then he's like possibly the worst. And in Pharmacy fourteen, 
even today, that is one of the worst dungeons to run. I actually really enjoy that dungeon, but if you have a team yeah. with new people and they don't know what they're doing, that dungeon arm anyone... is the worst because just you, you, yeah, you the one where you go in poison. and you have to eat the fruit. Yeah, and you stack poison and uh, you stack. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they add stacks to you, oh. and you have to eat the fruit. And... Yeah, I really um, yeah, didn't like it. New new people, they don't know how to pull in the first area, so uh, you almost wipe immediately. Yeah, Aurum, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you recall, but at the it's point... It's so frustrating. I love, I love Aurum Bale, but... Yeah, do you remember that uh, at the time, it was the last dungeon before the next update, so you had no choice to do this one over and over and over again? Which is why it's like, <laughs> no, not Aurum Bale again. <laughs> no, no more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and new people, they just had no idea how to run it, and you have somebody explaining it, and people don't get it, and it's just like, oh my god. And then people, uh, and that's the thing too, is because I play a tank a lot. You know, most people, I think on the first hit, on the first guy, you're supposed to eat after two stacks, maybe three. Three. Yeah. Um, as a tank, I can go up to four, and sometimes I'll get like a healer that's like freaking out, and they're like, eat it, eat it. And I'm like, <laughs> I can take it, I can take it, you know, and it's just. Uh, it's like, I'm a tank. I can go up to four, okay? I, if I eat it, I don't want us to run out. Or, But the most annoying thing for me as a tank, though, is because I will cut it close, and I will go up to four. And I can do that, but then usually I'll, I'll tank, and there's like a fruit right behind me. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to eat this as, as soon as I need it. And like I'll get up to three stacks or something, and you know the monk or whatever will run over and grab it. And I'm like, now I have no more fruit. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> like I'm not going to be able to hold this up to five. I can go to four. That's my limit. Um, so yeah, when, when they take your fruit, that's just super annoying. Yeah. Good, good thing on the, remember FF12, mm -hmm. they have this super cute marbles, you know, with a little mustache and the, and the crown and the, I think that was the best design for marbles they had <laughs> in the sewers and the Rabanester. That was yeah. pain, of course, but. Yeah. The King Marble. I also really love Cactuars. Cact uh, my, uh. PSN ID is a cactuar, actually. So if you ever see me on PSN, you'll see a cactuar. So that's one you, uh, for me would be. <laughs> so I love those guys as much. Yeah, the pampa. Uh, and the pampa, the cactuar is a little. Yeah, and then uh, pampa. Yeah, that's how I called it, but maybe that's just a French tr translation. Uh, I don't know. What what is it? Pampa. What does it look like? Uh, you know, the little green guy doing like this and shooting a thousand on dinner at you. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, that's the cactuar. That's the cactuar oh, okay. in English, yeah. Okay, no, you don't know about that. So yeah, it's a cactuar. Yeah. Uh, so I love him. Yeah, that's my logo logo on uh, on Final Fantasy uh, or on, on on PlayStation. So if you ever see that, that's that's me. All right. <laughs> uh, all right, and then Ben here says that his his uh, favorite or maybe least favorite is uh, the Magic Master. So rolling elemental weaknesses. So uh, they'll change what their weakness is. So you're like, all right, fire, fire, fire. And it's like, nope, now I absorb fire. It's like, ah, oh, damn. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So that takes us through our Final Fantasy episode. We're a little bit longer than usual, but not too much. So not too bad. Uh, so that's it for the show. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening and watching. If you were here on the stream, don't forget that we stream the podcast every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Taiwan time, which is 10 p.m. Monday night, uh, U.S. Eastern time. So what is your fi favorite Final Fantasy? What is your favorite you know, iconic weapon, villain, whatever? Do you agree, disagree with us? Go ahead, leave some comments on Facebook or YouTube or wherever. And uh, yeah, thanks for coming. So Antoine? Yeah, so same. So best place to get your thoughts would be on social media 
I'm not gonna list them again, but yeah, go to our uh, Facebook page, Middle Age uh, Gamers 2020, and uh, you'll see them all there. So yeah, keep an eye on our future streams, our YouTube videos, and uh, well, that's it for me. So thank you guys, and see you next week. All right, guys, see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.